Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Romans. Today is episode 518. We're looking at Romans chapter 2, verses 12 to 16. Let's read our passage. For all who sin without the law will also perish without the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For the hearers of the law are not righteous before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. So when Gentiles who do not by nature have the law do what the law demands, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their consciences confirm this. Their competing thoughts either accuse or even excuse them. On the day when God judges what people have kept secret according to my gospel through Jesus Christ. This is Paul's letter to the Roman church. Paul's written this letter while he was in Corinth on the third missionary journey. He anticipates going to Rome to strengthen the church after he completes the mission to take the collection to Jerusalem. His intention is to provide an in-depth exposition of the gospel. There's already a church in Rome, so he's not going to found a church, but it hasn't been founded by an apostle yet, and so he's going there to strengthen the church, to have a, a healthier church there in the capital city. He's in this section talking about the universal condition of people, that is, their sinners, before God, and every person is responsible to God for their sin. The point he's at now is talking about the Jewish people, that they are still sinners before God. It's a common understanding of the Jewish people were they were special in that they had been given the Mosaic law. And because they had the law, they were not judged the same way as Gentiles were, that as long as they did kind of the bare minimum, got by, then they'd be all right under God's judgment. And Paul's making the case that no, you know, sinners are sinners. Doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, you're still a sinner and in need of forgiveness of sin. So he started chapter 2 using the second person singular, you, you singular, addressing the Jewish people. He's not really speaking necessarily to the people in the church here, but he's addressing the condition of the Jewish people. And then he shifted to third person plural in verse 6, where he's talking about they, and he's talking about Gentiles and Jews both. And he's continuing that here in this section, verses 12 through 16. He's still using third-person plural. He begins in verse 12. He says, for all who sin. Now, for is following from verse 11, where he said, there's no favoritism with God, making the point that God is impartial in his judgment of people. It doesn't matter whether you're a Jew, whether you're a Gentile, God is impartial in his judgment. So verse 12, for all who sin without the law will also perish without the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. So what he's basically saying here is without the law, that would be Gentiles, and those who sin as Gentiles will perish as Gentiles. And those who sin under the law, he's talking about Jews there, will be judged by the law. The whole point here is sinners are judged as sinners. And it's not that the Jews get a break from being judged by sin. The Gentiles, yeah, they're going to be judged for being sinners. But so 
will choose. Verse 13, For the hearers of the law are not righteous before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. I made the point when we started that there's uh, some words that are used here that we need to pay attention to. The words justify, righteous, righteousness, those are all related. They're in the same word family in the Greek. Essentially, justify is the verb form of righteous. So, hearers of the law are not righteous before God, but doers of the law be justified. Be justified, that is, be made right in the eyes of God. And this is the first use of justified in Romans. And it will be important as we get into chapter 3, the whole idea of justified by faith. We've seen righteousness a few times already. And so the hearers laws are not righteous. So are you made righteous? Well, you do the law. The idea that hearing and studying and reading, memorizing even the law doesn't justify you. That doesn't do it. You're judged on how you live, not on what you believe. Now, that may get us up and say, wait, 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 it's, it's what you believe. Well, yeah, it's what you believe, but the proof that you believe is how you live. And so, belief should lead to how you live. It's not just a matter of hearing the law, being around the law, having the law. It's a matter of following the law. 14. So when Gentiles who do not by nature have the law do what the law demands, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. Well, this sounds confusing. It kind of is. But what he's saying here is Gentiles do not have the Mosaic law. But when they do what the law demands, that is, when they act in a righteous way, they're acting righteously, even though they don't have the law. He explains a little more in verse 15. He says, They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their consciences confirm this. Now, some want to take this as a uh, the prophecy of Jeremiah, that the, the end days, the laws will be written on people's hearts. Now, that, I don't think that's what the case here, because I don't think he's even dealing necessarily with believers here. He's just dealing with people. And he's dealing, I think, with the idea of a conscience. We all have a conscience. Many people believe that that's part of being created in the image of God, is having a conscience, knowing right from wrong, knowing basic morality. And so when a Gentile acts in a moral way, based on his conscience, that he knows right from wrong, he's acting much like you would if you were following the Mosaic Law. He goes on to say, their competing thoughts either accuse or even excuse them. Pause there. Meaning, my conscience, I know whether I'm doing right or wrong. So I, my conscience excuses me when I'm doing right and accuses me when I'm doing wrong. He says, on the day when God judges what people have kept secret, according to my gospel through Christ Jesus. Now, this is pointed out that there will be judgment, and the judgment is based on truth. It's not based on what people have seen. It's based on truth, some of which is secret. And regardless of what your conscience says, you will be judged on truth, both the visible and the invisible, the seen and the secret. It kind of sounds still again like salvation by works. Well, 
that's not what he's making the point at. He's making the point of judgment here. He's really not making the point of salvation. He's making the point of judgment that everyone is judged fairly. And he's pushing hard against the idea that the Jews are in this special case that they will not be judged like the Gentiles. That's, that's the whole point of this section is that there is judgment on all. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone is responsible for their own sin. And the idea that your judgment's based on how you live, that goes back to the idea that what you believe drives how you live. And he's going to start making a case in the next chapter of justification by faith. Justification is, one definition is that the judicial decision of God to regard a sinner as just or right or innocent. So it's a judgment, judicial, that is the judgment of a person declaring them innocent, where they start out as guilty because of their sin, but they are justified, declared innocent. And as he will start making the case next chapter, that only comes through faith. So the point he's making here, and he seems to be making this point, it's taken an awfully long time to make it, but it's an important point, and it's a big deal, and the foundation of the gospel is that everyone is a sinner. Everyone is under God's condemnation, and the only solution is forgiveness through faith. It doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or a Gentile or what you know about the Word of God or what you do in a religious sense. What matters is faith, and that leads to forgiveness, which is justification by faith. And that's what he's leading up to. So it sounds like he's talking about, yeah, you're going to be judged on your works. Well, you are going to be judged on your works, but you will not be saved through your works. And everyone will be judged guilty unless they've been justified by faith. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Romans.